Hey everyone! Welcome back to another great episode of the Global Market Huddle. I'm Jesse and of course, kasama kayo ng aking mga brothers, Raph and Clive. How are you guys? Hello everyone! Hi Raph! Hi, Hi. Jesse! <laughs> yeah. So syempre, thank you also for Unibankers who's always tuning in on a weekly basis. And thank you as well for your feedback and suggestions because we feed our energy from those. So keep it coming and we'll do our best to have that in our future episodes. So let's jump right into it. BSP raising interest rates. Tama, Clive and Rafa, yung parang ine-expect na natin and it happened. And let's talk more about that, Raf. Walk us through. Na-miss natin to, di ba? We haven't seen this for quite a while and we want to discuss it more. Go ahead, Raf. Yeah, so the BSP decided to raise its uh, policy rate last week. So by uh, 25 basis points from 2% to 2.25%. And this one, this action, it's actually a response you know, to several risks. Uh, number one, uh, inflation. So inflation has uh, gone up you know, in uh, recent months. Uh, the latest uh, print is 4.9%. And the BSP, it expects inflation, average inflation to settle at uh, 4.6% this year. And then for 2023 naman, yung forecast nila, it's uh, 3.9% na. So almost, uh, uh, there's a chance it might uh, breach the 4% target next year. So that's why uh, the BSP has decided to raise the policy rate. Then aside from this, uh, it's also a response you know, to the rate hikes being done by the Federal Reserve. So the Fed has been aggressive in uh, raising its uh, policy rate. And your expectation ngayon is that uh, the Fed will hike its policy rate up to 2.75% uh, this year. And CBSP kasi, uh, it needs to maintain no, uh, differential or a gap no, uh, between U.S. and local interest rates because it has uh, implications on the exchange rate. Kapag masyadong maliit yung gap between local and foreign interest rates, it usually... Uh, exerts no uh, pressure on the peso kasi yung mga investors they tend to uh, place their funds no in uh, in the US in other countries no with uh, higher interest rates so uh, kasi pag masyado nagdepreciate yung peso eventually it will have an uh, an impact no or effect no on on inflation kasi we import products from abroad and if the peso depreciates too much then uh, yung uh, goods that we import from abroad, abroad they become uh, expensive also. So yun, yun yung mga factors na most likely uh, pinonsider ni BSP in uh, deciding its uh, monetary policy. Okay. Now, thank you very much, Raf, for giving us those insights. And uh, maybe this question goes to uh, Prof. Clive as far as the market is concerned. Tama, di ba, Clive? We have been expecting, maybe that's the term uh, that we can use, that the BSP will ra- uh, raise interest rates. Is that something that we see, Clive, na factored in to the current market? Or do we think meron pang reaction na market into this particular interest rate hike, Sir Clive? Actually, it's a, that's a very good question, Jesse. Kasi if you go back three months ago, uh, ang naririnig na natin na sinasabi ni Governor Jokno tsaka ng other BSP officials is they plan to raise interest rates by 75 basis points Be- pero that is a combination of 2022 and 2023 so imagine mm-hmm. in just a matter of 3 months sobrang naiba 
yung tone. And I think it's uh, mainly because of the inflation data. The inflation data mm-hmm. that came out uh, over the past three months, saka yung, of course, the GDP data for the first quarter, nagpapakita talaga na meron talagang inflation risks. So parang ang na-price before, yes, we did expect that the BSP would start raising interest rates this year. But I think yung naiba is yung outlook on the inflation scenario over the next two years na talagang paakyat and much, much more than we initially anticipated. At pangalawa, this, the pace uh, of the uh, expected rate hikes, the BSP. So kung dati 75, combination ng 2022 and 2023, parang ngayon, 100 basis points for 2022 alone is already being alone. expected. Oh, so parang uh, in terms of the market, the government securities market, pricing in yung mga rate, rate hikes, baka hindi pa fully priced in. Uh, kasi iba-iba eh. Uh, iba-iba yung view for this year eh. And, and, and if you also consider yung uh, rate hike views for next year. So possibly there's still, ano, in, in sa government securities, baka umakit pa yung rates uh, kapag uh, mas aggressive na rate hikes yung ini-expect ng ibang mga market participants. There you go. So thank you very much, Clyde, for putting it into context. Again, as uh, you've mentioned, if my understanding is correct, and of course, our unibankers, talaga naman mag-increase or mag-rate high. It's much on a slower pace. But now, due to certain circumstances like inflation and the growth story, it has to be hastened. Parang yung sabi mo nga, Clyde, di ba? Uh, 0.75 or 75 basis points for two years, it's actually... 1% or 100 basis points now for a single year alone. Now, to thank you for that, Clive. Now, Raph, let me bounce back to you. So that means from the 25 basis points in May, which is a little bit contrary then, di ba? Everyone's saying it's going to happen. The first rate hike will be sometime June after the new administration comes in. But I guess it cannot wait anymore. What do you expect from now until the rest of the year, Raph? I mean, 100 basis points is there, as Clive mentioned, but do you think there's more curveball that we have to be expecting, Raf? Yeah. Uh, so before this, no, we were expecting around 75 basis points uh, hike before this year, but uh, given the rising uncertainties and also the risk, uh, not only here but also abroad, we've uh, decided to uh, revise no, our outlook. So we now expect at least 100 basis points a hike mm-hmm. no, for 2022. So there's a chance na yung policy rate it might uh, end the year no at 3.25%. But of course uh, this will depend no on uh, the behavior of inflation and also the rate hikes no done by the Fed. So pag maging aggressive si Fed then um uh, there's a chance no na baka maging aggressive din si CPSP. Kasi yun mm-hmm. nga uh, kailangan may uh, gap pa rin no between Uh, local and uh, U.S. Uh, interest rates. And then as for inflation naman, we continue to see uh, inflationary risk. No, uh, We continue to see a uh, build-up no, of uh, inflationary pressures, uh, especially sa oil. No, uh, There's a chance it might uh, go up again, uh, especially uh, once the European Union no, decides on its uh, oil embargo against Russia. Kasi They're planning to impose an oil embargo against Russia, and if that happens, then uh, it's going. It might, no, cause uh, another spike, no, in oil prices. And then, aside from that, uh, may supply constraints then in in China. Then mm-hmm. also, aside from that, uh, the depreciation of the peso. It's something that could also affect inflation. 
Okay, now th- those are very, very good insights, Raf. But ito, let me give the $1 million question once again to Prof. Clive with all said and done. And we know, Diva Clive, that the rates are going to go higher. Now let's talk in two perspectives, one of the investor and one of a borrower. What do you think, Clive, should we do now? I mean, should I hold on and not invest for now? Kasi pataas ang interest rates. Eh, paano naman yung inflation? Now, borrower... Should I loan now? Habang mababay interest rates? What do you think, Clyde? Yeah, um, textbooks will tell us kapag uh, the view is really an upward uh, pocket ng interest rates, kapag ikaw ay nangungutang, gusto mong umutang na mahahaba. Habang mababa yeah. pa ngayon ng interest rates, umutang ka na and habaan mo as much as possible. That's the textbook na expectation kapag pocket ng rates. Pero from an investor's point of view, you have to think the opposite. Ikaw naman, since, mm. since you're expecting interest rates to move up, you want to invest your money in as short instruments as possible. If you make it short kasi, ang kagandahan yan, uh, after one or two months, pag nag-mature na siya, mas mataas na yung interest rate, pwede mo na siyang i-reinvest or redeploy at that interest rate na mas mataas one or two months down the line. So, yan talaga, ang, ang, yan, yan talaga yung advice na mabibigay natin kapag you have an, uh, like what's happening now, pocket na talaga yung interest rate. So, let's keep it short. Uh, short means less risk kasi there's more liquidity in the instrument. Kumbaga, makukuha mo na yung maturity proceeds mo agad-agad. But again, ang kagandahan niya, you can take advantage of the upward na, na movement in rates para incrementally, throughout the year, every two months, pataas ang pataas ang interest rate ng mga ini-invest mo kapag nagmamature yung mga short-term investments mo. There you go. Now, there is a phone-in question. Sabi niya, Sir Raph, Sir Clive, and Sir Jess, meron daw siyang client or maybe, let's take it into context, like all of us, there is an investment right now, Clive, that na medyo tinatamaan or meaning it's on the negative. Kasi nga, sabi natin, a quick review, pagpataas ang interest rates, prices go down. So that's a textbook definition. Ngayon, ang question, given our strategy to keep it short, should they liquidate now, take loss, or hopefully it's not naman, and keep it short or should they just hold on to the investment and just keep it there hopefully and pray it's gonna go up what do you think Clive? actually that's a good question because i'm sure a lot of our uh unibankers may mga ganyan mga problema or kung hindi man sila yung mga kliyente nila that's a very valid question ang dapat gawin nila kasi they have to make a reassessment of their risk profile at that point in time mm-hmm. as in ngayon ano ba, ano ba talaga ang risk tolerance mo the fact na you're all parang kinakabahan ka na and the fact na parang gusto mo na magbenta, that means na baka hindi mo talaga, it's possible na hindi mo na-assess yung risk tolerance mo to begin with. Ang, ang suggestion mm-hmm. ko talaga is, kung hindi mo naman kinakailangan yung pera, just keep on holding on to the investment hanggang mag-mature. If you're afraid mm-hmm. na parang sayang, mataas na ang interest rates ngayon, natatali yung existing investment ko, if you can hold on to that investment until it matures, however long it is, one year, two years, five years, hawakan mo and, then, and gawin mo na lang kung if kung medyo na fomo ka you're may fear of missing out ka na parang umaakit na yung rates ngayon ang gawin mo mag-invest ka na lang with your excess funding kasi sa mag-liquidate ka and you take on the hit tapos mag uh, you, you take on the hit matatalo ka tapos i-reinvest mo ngayon at the current higher levels of interest rates so holding power uh, important if you have that holding power kasi yung mga losses na yan mark to market losses it only gets gets realized kung binenta mo siya at a loss but if you hold on to it till maturity hindi ka matatalo there you go. So nicely said. So again, just a little bit more insights. Thank you very much for that, Clive. Again, some rule of thumb. 
where and how did you plan to do this investment? Tama, Clyde? Diba? Kasi this yes. is naman for 10 years or 15 years and it was only your first, second year. You know what? Then let's, you know, keep it there as what Clyde was mentioning. Hold on to it. Now, if you feel that there's something wrong with it, then tama yung sabi ni Clyde, maybe there has to be a conversation. Now, don't be sad because it's not too late, meaning you can still reevaluate it. Also, Clyde, tama, diba? If you liquidate it, fine. Sige, let's get into that assumption you liquidated it. The question is, where now will you put your money instead? Yeah. Yep. So, so it can be a double whammy kasi baka negative ka na tapos kinain pa na inflation rate, whatever, that could have been your earning, quote-unquote, then yep. sayang. And siguro, thirdly, there's a lot of combinations to do that. So it's either you stop investing in that, meaning hold on to it na lang and, and wait for it to go up, or Clive, pwede rin yung, pwede mo rin average yung cost kung talagang aggressive ka, di ba? Yep. Buy at the low. Something to look at or use the money as mentioned by Clive in investing somewhere else to offset whatever perceived mark-to-market losses. Now, as mentioned by Clive and Raph, there's a lot to digest right now, maybe. But you know what? We will be here to help you out. Branch partners, investment advisors, Forex Solutions advisors to really assess what suits you best. So don't be shy. Don't be afraid. The answer is just right out there. You just have to ask and seek help. So once again, Raf and Clive, thank you very much for this episode. Unibankers, you all are fantastic. Hopefully you can join us again in our next episode. Don't forget to answer the quiz so you can get your training credit. But for now, stay safe and healthy, everyone. Bye-bye. 